Calls home, calls home, makes you feel happy when you're all alone. Calls home, calls home, you will even like it if you're a garden gnome. Hello my garden gnomes, and welcome to Calls Home. I am your guide, Les Cunnington. Thank you very much to Projector for the song I Am Shamed off of the 2018 EP, How Does It Feel? Their Instagram is at Projector Projector. Thank you to Dman DuncanHasty.com at follow D Art on Instagram. My Instagram is at Calls Home. Thank you! Thank you for listening. This episode was recorded way out of sequence with Scott. I hope you enjoy it. There's a lot of background noise, but get what you're given. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, this is the England Sunset Show with Scott Gregory. Scott. Hello, Les. How you doing? Good. Good. It's, it's noisy. <laughs> it's noisy here. Is it? I've not noticed. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a little bit noisier than I was anticipating. I thought the hostel... <laughs> I thought the hostel might be a bit quieter at this time of day and ideal for recording, but no. People talking, guy playing his French horn, sitting above the kitchen. It's all going on here. <laughs> and especially that this is the much postponed, long awaited recording session. <laughs> yeah. Push back because of my ill health once again. Push back because of your shoddy Wi Fi once yeah. again. Yeah. In hindsight, should have done it in the first place, really. <laughs> yeah, well, you should have just done it when you were around mine at Christmas, huh? Yeah. <laughs> there were many games to be played. We were busy. Street- yeah, I can try and mute mute this guy out on on the edit a little bit, but might be yeah, a bit it's fine. Yeah, it's ambient. It's ambient noise is good. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been? What have you been up to? Where have you been? Oh, so Who are you? So yeah, we yeah as as we said, we're recording this a bit out of sequence. This is the England Sunset Show, but we're recording this on the thirteenth of February at four o'clock in the afternoon. So <laughs> we're about. What, nearly, nearly, uh, yeah, about three weeks. Yeah, we pushed this back about three weeks. Coming yeah, out in, that's not terrible. Comes out on March the 19th. Do you know what happened on March the 20th? You left? First episode of Cool's Home came out. Oh, it was, wasn't it? It was. <laughs> was. See, that's why some of my things have been difficult to pick now, because we... we we're hitting over 12 months and I'm, I'm running out. <laughs> so I've, I've got a bit of a plan for next time. Nice. Maybe a bit of, bit of a change up in format, but we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. But yeah, one year. This will come out just the day before one year of Paul's Home, which is very exciting. You going to have a party? Um, well, I will be home, but yeah, probably not. <laughs> oh, no, a listening party, get everyone round. Should be in Salisbury by then. <laughs> See if I get can all of you. Get really Salisbury, mate. That'd be a good way to, uh, you know, 
Oh, like it's come close a couple of times where like dad might have like put one on in the goal. Oh. There we go, we're back. Hello. Hello. Oh, no, gone again. Oh, you oh, there? Okay. Hey, I'm here, I'm here. Are you here? Yeah, I'm here. I've never had any bad connection in this hostel, but apparently Skype's testing it. Fucking hell. <laughs> you sure that bloke's playing the French horn and not streaming it? <laughs> but no, I was saying no, I don't really want to have a listening party. I think listening to Paul's Home while other people are listening to it at the same time will make me feel very uncomfortable. Fuck sake. I can hear you. Ah, oh, fucking... You just cut out completely there. Oh, and you're gone again. No, I'm, I'm here. Hello. One second, let me try. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I'm connected. Ah, oh, this might be frustrating. We'll, tr- we'll keep, yeah, I can, keep plodding them. I can, I can hear you and the funky music in the background. <laughs> That's all right, then. It's like when you're... It's like when you're on hold... Yeah. Right, and there's just that sort of shit music playing on a loop. Ambience in the background. Uh, oh. You were gone, you were back. Whew. So, where were we? <laughs> Your listening party. When are, where? Not we're doing, all invited, not doing right? it. Not doing it. No, thank you. <laughs> moving on, moving on. <laughs> I wasn't really disconnecting, I was just cutting you off. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, England. England is a place. England. I came home for 38 days. It's been ages since we've done a sunset show. I know, I, I know. The... Oh yeah, that was the other one. We recorded the Columbia sunset show, didn't we? We did. Yeah, yeah. Right. Format. So you normally tell me about the last person you spoke to. Who was that? Um... <laughs> That's how you normally start. You normally start, you're like, oh, I spoke to so-and-so, and then this happened, this happened, and then we did the questions. Oh, no, what's the fuck? It, it doesn't make it this way. All right, so last I spoke to Grace, technically, in the order of episodes. Um, I spoke to Grace. We spoke about the Christmas Christmas show I just did up until New Year's. What did I do? Fucking hell, what did I do the last two weeks of January? Bought a shit ton of board games. Oh, any reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is using a potential future cafe as a good excuse to just buy loads of games. Whether whether the business comes to fruition or not. Who cares? <laughs> we pile of games now. Yeah. Yeah. That's where. Yeah, but yeah, that's that was kind of a thing. I was yeah, was writing business plan. I was buying games. I was seeing people before I left. Yeah, it was a nice couple of weeks. Nice couple of weeks. Nice. Yeah. Nice. All exciting. Good. Yeah. And did you have a good Christmas? A good New Year? Ridiculously good. Yeah. Worth coming home for. Yeah, I bet. Well worth coming home for, yeah. Uh, Do you want me to kick off with these questions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's jump in. Yeah? Okay. So, in your time in England and potentially upsetting some people what was the best and the worst accommodation if we start with the worst yeah go on I'm going with the travelling in the Isle of Wight oh okay I did 
Didn't know you were in the Isle of Wight. <laughs> went there for a weekend. Willie's dad's thinking of buying a house over there, so we went over there for the oh. weekend. Um, oh, nice. If it was going on pure comfort, it's your, it's your house. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless you, sir. Bless you. <laughs> but, I don't know, the situation was fantastic. Yeah, travelling, Isle of Wight, it was just a bit rubbish. It, it was just a bit rubbish. It was very cramped of a room. I don't know, when... Millie was like, yeah, we're going to the Isle of Wight. Dad's paying for our hotel. I was like, oh, very nice. Rock on. (laughs) (laughs) But no, it was a travelling. It wasn't the most comfortable room in the world. It it was all right. It'll do. But yeah, probably the worst. As long as there's a lock on the door and a mattress on the bed, you know. Yeah, yeah. But the best accommodation is definitely my own bed. By far, yeah. by far my own 100%. bed. Yeah, hundred percent. Memory foam mattress, just ah, oh, just everything you miss while you're away. Do you know what? I was in Norwich this week for work. I was only away for one night, but that feeling when you get home and get into your own bed is second to none. Crazy, absolutely crazy! How great that is. So good, yeah. Such a good feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um. So what was the most overrated tourist attraction that you saw in your time in England? Most overrated, and don't get me wrong, because I do love it, but I think most overrated is Salisbury Cathedral. (laughs) I mean, to some people it's overrated, others, you know. It is amazing. It's absolutely amazing. I fucking, I love it. Like, I'm very much looking forward to living, there's the French horn. Very much looking forward to, <laughs> to moving to Salisbury and being able to visit it regularly. But, like, I'm <laughs> laughing at <laughs> it's, it's like the podcast being scored by John Williams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you know. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah I have seen many a church over my travelling time travelling time travelling oh shit <laughs> what podcast is that I want to listen to that one calls home from the future <laughs> well this kind of is being released well out of schedule so but, uh, yeah. we're going to get into like back to the future style continuity are we going forwards are we going backwards we just don't know who knows who knows but yeah Salisbury Cathedral it's still just a cathedral yeah mm. so what was the most underrated tourist attraction most underrated tourist attraction I think was the Panto I went to go and see oh yeah was it good it was mainly underrated by me <laughs> like okay. <laughs> I, okay I really felt that Dad and my sister were twisting my arm to go to this panto, and then I went, and yeah, by the end of it, I was well into it, well, well into nice. it. Yeah, I can't, I can't say I've ever been to a panto. What? Nah. You've never been to a panto? No, I don't. I can't recall ever going to one. Not like ever. Yeah. It's a British tradition, Scott. Ah. Uh. I grew up in the Midlands, mate. We didn't do such frivolity. Don't, don't have joy in winter in the Midlands. <laughs> I mean, it just get, gets it cold face. <laughs> get cold face, you're up chimney. Oh, lad. 
Jesus, we're gonna have to go to a panto. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> who, um, who was the Z-list celebrity star in the panto? Because there's always one, right? Oh, it was, um, I think his character name was Mark. But I don't know. I think it might be Mark, but he's from EastEnders, basically. Oh, okay. Yeah, an EastEnders ex. Yeah. What a career shift. Yeah, um, that's what I was thinking. That was <laughs> so what's your favourite story or anecdote from your time spent back home? My So obviously when I got home I decided that I'm going to try and open a board games cafe when I finally get back. So mm-hmm. It became quite a, quite a big thing in my mind and obviously was putting a lot of like thought and work into it. And it came to, mm-hmm. came to a point where Millie was like, hey, do you want to like only talk about it once a day now <laughs> because it's just getting a bit much and I was like yeah fine I completely get it and can it, I just tell me if you're only talking about it once a day but you wake up start talking about it and don't stop <laughs> is that still once? I guess so I guess so as long as I don't stop at any point <laughs> um, so there was, there was a point so we she said that, I was like, yeah, fine. So probably a few days went past where I was like consciously making an effort to not talk about it too much. She mm-hmm. then, we then went out for Christmas Eve drinks. I got a little bit tipsy and then she was on the walk home. She was, oh, pardon me, wait, there it is. Drinking a beer, Oof. drinking a beer while recording, always happens. Me too. Hey, cheers. <laughs> cheers. Um, so yeah, we were walking back from Christmas Eve drinks, and she was she was wishing for a Nintendo Switch, and I oh, yeah? I obviously hadn't bought her one for Christmas, but I had, and <gasps> and Scandalous. she was like, oh, you didn't buy a Switch. I was like, of course I didn't buy you a Switch. I couldn't afford to buy you a Switch. That'd be outrageous. Like it's just crazy. I did think about it, but they're just so much money. Blah 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 blah. Just leading her on because it wasn't Christmas yet. And she said, the, she said the words, but if you bought me a Switch, I'd let you talk about the Games Cafe as much oh. as you want. Oh, Millie, no. No, Millie. No, <laughs> hoisted upon your own petard. <laughs> yeah, so I took delight in giving her a Nintendo Switch, and she has, to be fair, like suffered through listening to me talk about the Games Cafe a lot, but she's also playing a Switch at the same time, so she, <laughs> she probably isn't li- really listening. I, I was going to say, she, the lights might be on, mate, but she's busy playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, well, at the risk of upsetting people again, what's the worst toilet? So, like, toilets are at a much higher standard in, in the UK compared to the ones I had been using. But it's true. So, me and Jables did a practice hike when we were, before we headed out to Argentina. And okay. the National Trust public toilet at Dunstable Downs is my winner of worst toilet so far. Wow. Wasn't awful, uh, but not, definitely not, definitely the worst I experienced. See, it's only in hindsight I was thinking I actually could have won that award if I'd have taken you outside and shown you the shed. Well, you've got a toilet in the shed. Yeah, it's just like wall-to-wall spider webs. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's heroin. <laughs> Is it, like, plumbed in? Yeah, 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 it's just an outside toilet. Why? When you need a wee and there's someone in the bath. 
Yeah, I guess so. Happens more than, happens more than you'd think. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Gets, Fair enough. Gets, gets fresh this time of year, I can tell yeah. you. Um, so, if you could do... If you could do the location again, which I don't think you're going to get the opportunity to... <laughs> no, I know. I'm never going to get back there. Is there anything different you'd do? I would... I See, like, I'm torn between, because, like, is there something that I would do again? It's like, in my mind, yes. But would I do this? Probably not. I have chosen to not put on so much weight... I That's fair. basically competitively ate my way through Christmas. <laughs> I did, Don't we all? did not stop indulging and literally put on a stone. Literally a whole stone within about three done. weeks. Yeah. yeah, Ridiculous. But given all of the choices that I had, would I do it again? Yes. So yeah. what would I do again? I would put on so much weight. <laughs> <laughs> Double down. I'm going to aim to put two stone on in three weeks. Next, next Christmas. That's the challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so what was the best advice or tip you were given for the UK? The, this is a weird one. Like we've, I've kept all the same Sunset Show questions. Yeah. But like some of them are a bit weird, so I had to think out of the box. But yeah, best advice slash tip. So when, we, when I'd flown back, was hiding out at Grace's, and we were trying to decide how to surprise mum and dad the Tom's idea of hiding under the sink and pretending to be a plumber <laughs> was just the funniest fucking thing to even think about the night before, let alone execute. And yeah, yeah, ridiculously I'm, good. I honestly, cannot wait to see these videos. They're they're pretty fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days. Oh, oh, fantastic. Um, did you play any Yahtzee? So, I want, wanted to address that... Obviously, I got Millie into Yahtzee. And uh-huh. so when I got back... So while, we were, while I was away, we used to have long phone calls and always finish them with a game of Yahtzee. Uh, so, Aww. always nice, always nice. Me and Millie got back... Uh, I got back and then we played a lot of Yahtzee, but some of it we just played on the app. Mainly because we can both just lie in bed and use our phones and have a game of Yahtzee yeah. and it pings between us. But yeah, that like, seems reasonable. She's got a serious problem. Well, she had a serious problem. <laughs> she's now deleted... Yeah, you. She, <laughs> <laughs> she's now deleted the app, but while I was away, she was playing far too much Yahtzee. Oh, really? R- yeah. But with this, I hate to say it, she got really fucking good at it. <laughs> <laughs> so she won every time not every time but she did do very very well and yeah yeah she she has now deleted it she has now deleted yeah but I'm, I know Millie I know what she's like when it gets to the point where she deletes something it definitely means it was a problem yeah but she's she doesn't need Yahtzee she's, she's got a switch now <laughs> yeah, yeah that's probably a good point yeah. <laughs> she deleted it off of her phone but it's definitely on the switch <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so um, what was the best food you had I would imagine there was some strong contenders over Christmas for best so, food so I really wanted to not choose mum's Christmas dinner it's too easy of an answer it's literally the best meal in the whole world uh-huh. so then I was thinking around, I was like, okay, what other, what other amazing food did I have? Obviously, cheese is well up there because a great selection of cheese 
is eaten over Christmas and I was really missing that. Mm. So yeah, I really thought round and what was the best thing that I had? It was mum's Christmas dinner. I can't choose yeah. any, I can't choose anything else. Yeah. Why would I? Of course. It's literally the best the best meal you could ever have. And yeah, live that's one of the main reasons I came home for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's funny because I just listened to the episode with your mum where you're like, You're gonna make me another Christmas dinner. You'd already decided you were coming home. I hadn't, I hadn't that was done within the next week. No, uh, yeah. it was definitely you could hear in your tone of voice you were like, I want Christmas at home. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was the last episode before I had made the decision. So yeah, it was it was I knew something was up. I didn't realise quite how bad it was at that point. It's like where you just thought, I'm sat in paradise and it's shit. (laughs) Good job. Um, So what was the best drink that you had? Best drink? So uh, a group of our friends do an event called Christmas. Um, It's just a big Christmas meal with friends. But Alfie makes homemade eggnog. Nice. That is probably the best drink I had while I was back. I drank lots, but that was exceptionally good. And I ate too much at Christmas dinner. I, well, I drank too much before Christmas dinner, so I was a bit drunk during the meal. Ate too much. <laughs> was then so drunk that I was then sick. And good, then good ca- came back down and was recovering after a glass of water. I was like, I still want some eggnog. <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh no. Delicious. <laughs> so what was the worst food that you had? So there's there's a restaurant well there's a pub, like gastro pub called the Prince George and uh-huh. in Watford and like they're notorious for having great food. Really, really great food. They it's one of the chefs from the Grove and they they buy all their food so they use the same butcher the Grove does, which is like the Queen's butcher. So me okay. and Andy were there, we had dinner, and then we had a burger, and it was just shit. Like, it was just overcooked. Oh. Really dis- really disappointed. But, oh, so if good. we had recorded this in time, we wouldn't have any closure for this. But, I spoke to Andy earlier this week, last, I mean, la- last week, I spoke to Andy, and apparently the Prince George shut down a week after we had that burger. Oh, Christ. <laughs> no, no one knows why. Don't serve Les a bad burger, he'll shut you down. <laughs> that's, that's the power of podcasts, people. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm <laughs> finally an influencer. <laughs> Coming up, a message from Meundis. <laughs> yeah. um, so what was the biggest mistake that you made? Yeah, probably the previous. I try not to repeat yeah. too many answers on the Sunset Show, but as I tell stories, I'm gonna getting too drunk and throwing up that Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a roller coaster. I don't think I've ever managed that, to be honest, at Christmas. Well, because the year before, I like had a few drinks, had dinner, and then couldn't really get my drunk on afterwards. But then, because yeah, yeah. of that, this year I got way too drunk beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fine balance, and maybe third time's a child. Maybe I'll get it next this year. You just need to find that nice afternoon buzz and just just ride it. It's, yeah, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Exactly, exactly. But this is me and alcohol we're talking about. Uh, you'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> um, so, what was the biggest surprise? 
obviously the surprise for people seeing you would be a bit weird. Oh yeah, no, I hadn't, hadn't really thought about that being. A Wait, surprise. shouldn't you be in Mexico? <laughs> yeah, my we're going my biggest surprise rather than everyone else's surprise at me <laughs> being home. Um, that was how quickly my mind flipped on wanting a board games cafe. Like, so weird. Like, I hadn't thought about that conversation for months. Mm. Like, I can't remember if Millie thought of it. Maybe Millie thought... She probably thought of it. She's full of good ideas. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I kind of had disregarded the thought of, like, oh, no, it seems like too much work. But then once I got home, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm actually going to have to, like, come home and get a job. And then that yep. sprung into my mind and was like, oh, fuck, I could actually do that. Like, that could be a reality. And, Good. yeah, yeah, it really surprised me. And, yeah, I've, I'm going to put some hours into my business plan this evening. <laughs> like, Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I've did you, um, done lots did of you ever settle on a name? I'm working with Reroll at the moment. Oh, we are sticking with Reroll. We're sticking with Reroll at the moment, nice. yeah. Until that sign goes up, I don't need to make a decision. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That's true. Reroll is my... All of my documents are called Reroll at the moment, so... Yeah. It's, it's kind of a good placeholder as well, because, like, you're like, yeah, I don't like it, Reroll it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, who was the best person people? The best person people... So, the right answer is probably Millie. Um, yeah. But... I'm not sure if I've already given her one. I couldn't remember. Did I give her best person people for America? Maybe I Possibly. didn't. Maybe I didn't. No, I didn't. I think I gave it to people in Chicago. Um, best person. <laughs> but no, like I often with this, I try and pick new people. People like people I met while I was in England. Uh-huh. And, and I like, I really didn't meet many new people while I was in England. Um, that's true my, the one person I did meet who was quite nice so Ben Harak uh, who I like playing D&D with his, um, his new girlfriend Charlotte hadn't met her yet okay. she was quite nice nice yeah yeah oh there we go right. hi it's Charlotte al- it's always awkward with things like that so I'd been away for seven and a half months she, I think she's been with him for nearly six or seven months so like oh, okay. we're at a point where she now knows all of his friends I know all of his friends we're all in a big group of friends together but we don't actually know each other yet yeah 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 it's like we clearly will like each other because we like everyone else and everyone else likes us but we don't I like that you thought that she probably walks out of that party going that guy that travels is a dick (laughs) (laughs) who has a podcast (laughs) I was thinking about this the other day because sometimes you meet people you're just like oh they're a dick and sometimes, like, I meet so many people while travelling. Most, you know me, I'm, I like people. And most it's people true. I meet, I'm like, oh, yeah, they were fun. And then sometimes I meet people and I bet, like, I bet some of them didn't like me. Surely, <laughs> surely I'm too annoying for most people. Like, <laughs> Not annoying, you're just unique. <laughs> Charismaful. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly full of summer. <laughs> Sorry, I've had like a really like difficult few weeks of work. You're getting both barrels tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I need putting in my place sometimes. It's all right. <laughs> so, what was your best lesson learnt? 
best lesson learnt? Oh, fuck. What was my best lesson learnt? Your best lesson learnt was fuck. Fuck. I don't know. I haven't prepared an answer. Classic me. Um, home is where the heart is. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's like a that's a real lesson. It, it, like, to be fair, like, it was worth coming home. It's fucking brilliant. Loved it. Yeah. Good. So what was your best day? This has got to be a difficult one, right? It, you know what? When I started thinking about it, yes. But once I realised that it was Christmas Eve, it was so easy. Because I wake up okay. at Mum's house with Mum, Grace, Tom, my nephews, Mick Mike. We do Christmas Day morning. We open presents. We have Mum's Christmas dinner for lunch. Yeah. I then come back to Dad's chill for a little bit at dad's for the afternoon then everyone comes around for drinks at dad's house we get pretty damn merry sing some christmas mm-hmm. songs and then we go up to the pub like nice had a big range of everyone i love like saw nearly nearly everyone in like as many people as i could friends and family in one day it had great food lots of drink and was just ridiculously christmasy Oh, that's so wicked. yeah, once I realised that all of that did happen on one day, it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yeah. really good. That's also the same day that the the anecdote about Millie saying I could talk about the Games Cafe as much. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, good stuff. So, who was the nicest Englishman? Yeah, see, again, this is weird. Like, did I meet many new Englishmen? All women, you know. All women, English women, yeah. English, English person. person. English person, yeah. British citizen. Um, I don't know. It's really tough. Like, I literally left that blank because I was like, what? Because, like, I don't like to pick someone I already know. I like to be like someone I met. But, I don't know. <laughs> You know, one, one that just came to mind was your brother, Tom. <laughs> oh, yeah. The way he put up with us teaching us that board game was very, very polite and English of him, but yet very fun. Oh. <laughs> we came... There, was, we there was definitely moments he went into teacher mode. <laughs> yeah, he, he managed us very well and taught us a very, very complicated board game. Oh, Considering we were a few a pints night. in, yeah, that was a really, really good night. The problem with that board game, as I said this to Jude the other day, every time I play it, by the time we've finished, my brain has melted through my eyes. <laughs> That's why I stopped yep. drinking. Like, we'd had a few drinks out, then I had another beer when we got there, and he started explaining it. I was like, I need to stop. I need to stop. Yeah. I'm too drunk to understand this. Yeah. Like, sober, I bet, is hard enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll let him know you said that. Yeah, um, no, no. No, don't tell him he's mentioned on this this episode. And I'll get another <laughs> listen, get another listen out of it. He's listened <laughs> to a couple, I think. Um, so, what was your biggest worry? Biggest worry was things were going to be weird with Millie. Like, oh, really? I was pretty confident that it was going to be fine, but like the way we left things in New York and then 
kind of like getting back together and then doing long distance for what, seven and a half months. I was worried that things would be weird, but they weren't. They were really good. No. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Yes, they weren't. You're really good together. Like. Yeah, yeah, no, it was oh, quite... that feels so long ago now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can remember the bench I was sitting on in Seattle when you rang me and you were like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've yeah. got Jude and Brewdog to thank for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, you've had years, literally years, to prepare for this next question. What's your zombie apocalypse survival rating? Dad's house is so good for it, I think. Like, worst, worst, worst case scenario is that they nuke major cities. And if London gets hit we're dead anyway like you'll be yep. you'll be alright but of course we're watching I moved out of Dodge <laughs> <laughs> but like dad's house like where it's located at the end of a cul-de-sac once you block the end of that road there's no access to it unless you hop in fences like dad's being at the bottom end of it as, as well like it's quite difficult to access so yeah that's true hunker down there for a bit let the let the great try and survive the great panic at dad's and then scavenge around from there and then after a while once you really think it's the worst of it's over head to cornwall 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 eden project mate i've always thought about it like i see that i i see what you're saying but if you ask me you head to the eden project it's gonna be absolutely trashed by the time you get there yeah, hopefully they've already had one lot of everyone dying and it's empty for me to walk into. It would be empty, <laughs> but it'll be ruined, the glass will all be smashed, the plants will be eaten by birds and <laughs> unruly ferrets. Um... Well, it's Scotland or Cornwall, and Cornwall gets nicer weather. Peak District. Uh, it's too central in the country, I think you need to be at a limb. Need to be it's good enough. It's no, it's good enough. You're putting your back against the wall doing that. You got the sea behind you. Where are you going to go? When the meta hordes from London approach Cornwall, you are a bit bottlenecked, aren't you? Yeah. What, you're going to have to swim to Wales, and no one wants to go there. <laughs> 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 to be fair, I would do. Like, I'd go Wales, go uh, hang uh, out in Snowdonia. Snowdonia, yeah, sheep, uh, you know. No, you, you you swim, but you end up in South Wales. <laughs> North Wales is fantastic for it. <laughs> and you get off the beach in Swansea and nothing's changed. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so what's the best local wildlife you saw? Birds in Dad's garden. They were pretty good. Bit good. England's a bit uneventful. But no, Dad's obviously had his house remodeled done. Lovely big uh-huh. windows at the back of the house. I really enjoyed like setting my laptop up at the kitchen table and looking out over the garden, feeding the birds. Like that was nice. Yeah, nice. England wildlife doesn't get me as excited as most other places in the world. I don't know. Have you ever seen a badger? Yeah, but I didn't oh. see not while I like I had to. I had like five weeks to choose from, and didn't see many many exciting animals That's when true. I was back. We should have gone looking for a fox while we were walking back from the pub. 
They just jump out at you in this city. It's wicked. (laughs) (laughs) Always after you've had a few. It's only like, fucking hell, what's that dog doing? (laughs) Um, Any local crypto tales from your time? So I didn't have any new ones from when I was back for those few weeks, but I'll tell you the best local crypto tale I had recently in England was the tale of Evil Ernie. Evil Ernie? So Ernie is my middle nephew, and the tale of Evil Ernie was written by Albie. And basically, (laughs) one time, a scientist made a potion and accidentally Ernie drank it, and sometimes he becomes evil Ernie. (laughs) Basically. Oh my goodness. (laughs) When Ernie's kicking off and being naughty, he goes, oh no, it's evil Ernie. (laughs) (laughs) It's like like he's rebooted Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think his inspiration probably came from Hulk, which probably came from mm-hmm. Jekyll and Hyde, but yeah, he's yeah, the tale of Evil Ernie. <laughs> so, what was your favourite thing from England? Favourite thing from England? It's clean, it's clean, well organised, and fixed pricing. <laughs> like I, I came to endure Columbia's, like. When you go and buy a bus ticket, you just want it to be one price. But in Colombia, like you can argue about that, and you can say no, I want to pay this, and they'll say no, you have to pay this. They say no, I want to pay this, and they say, all right, why don't you pay this? Okay, but like, why? Just things should be yeah. one, one price. But yeah. but also, when I reflect on how cheap things are in Colombia, maybe that's where England's going wrong. Well, it's true. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So what was the most man of leisure thing you did during your stay in the UK? Um, I, we had, me and Millie had a, quite a few nice like scheduled chill days, like Boxing Day, Dad was out for the day, me and Millie just had the whole house to ourselves, we watched TV, played Switch, played a few board games, was pretty leisurely, but I have to say the most man of leisure thing I did over Christmas was... Instead of having buttered crackers with cheese, just buttering some cheese. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just see you with like a bunch of like cheese, like oh, even like a cheese string and a tub of margarine. Just like, nom, 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 nom. Hey, hey! I'm, cla- I'm classier than that. It was at least a bit of cran- cranberry filled Wensleydale and a tub of Lurpak <laughs> <laughs> that is probably the most decadent thing I did like Christmas is full of leisure but yeah that's probably the moment I probably had taken it too far <laughs> fantastic uh, so your mother's asked how much have you missed England yeah a lot a lot yeah, yeah enough that I came home Come home, you stepped off the plane, started swinging, singing Sweet Chariot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I missed it a lot. It lived up to expectations. Yeah, it's a good reason I came home. Ah, that's good. Mm. Good that you came if you missed it. Yeah. Um, Andy asks Have you been speaking Spanish in England? 
Uh, yeah, like when I met up with Ben, who is uh, who has moved down to Salisbury as well. We spoke a bit of Spanish. That was good mm-hmm. fun. And yeah, a lot like too much to Millie's decision, I think, to Millie's opinion. She um, she gets very frustrated with how much Spanish I was using. <laughs> Like just every now and then I'd say something in Spanish she's just like I can't understand you when you speak Spanish oh okay she's gonna start like flicking your ear or something every time you do it like bad Leslie bad <laughs> uh, um, Dennis asks what did you miss most about South America? Really liked this question. Really, really good question. Yeah. And I think if I'd answered it while I was home, I think I would have found it a lot harder. But now being back out here for a month, it was like food, like dulce de leche, which is like the caramelly spread. Like I've uh-huh. been like really getting my fill of that. Like just dipping your cheese into that instead yeah. <laughs> um, cheap cheap beer like going out for a beer and it only costing a quid it's just fantastic like yeah I was going to say it's pretty cheap here but it's not that cheap no like <laughs> yeah cheap beer food yeah yeah no yeah definitely Dulce de Leche I think was my my biggest thing I missed nice. as soon as we got to a hostel and they were serving that I was like yes all of this please thank nice. you yeah. So our Warren's been on. Clearly, uh, he's brought into this conspiracy theory that a certain Mister X has been trying to uh, prove to the world how deep is the bunker in Stoke. <laughs> well, I don't have a tape measure down here, which in hindsight <laughs> was a mistake. I know the ladder is twenty rungs, twenty, 20 rungs, rungs, twenty rungs exactly. But I don't, I'm not sure the correct estimate. Let's go on that. You need to do is measure a length of string. <laughs> How do I measure it? I haven't got a tape measure. Oh shit, no. Oh. Tie a knot in one end of a bit of string. I know uh, I'm about 5'10. <laughs> I think I'm like 5'10 and a half. So as long as I haven't shrunk down here, <laughs> I can measure myself. <laughs> I mean, you might have done. <laughs> Wait, I've got Google. I know that I'm a size 9 shoe. So I thought you were just going to be like, wait, I've got Google. Hey, Google, how deep's my bunker? I'm <laughs> 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 oh, shit, me phone. <laughs> um, so you've put here, your favourite listener has asked, where's Ruffer, South America or south of the Watford Gap? <laughs> south America. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't want to dip too much into how nice Argentina is because we'll do a whole other show for that. <laughs> but yeah, fuck me. Compared to some of the other countries I've been to, it's lovely. It's very, very, yeah. very worse than here in Argentina. But yeah. yeah, compared to the countries I was in, so, yeah, it's a little bit, a little bit rougher in South America. So, what's your road trip anthem been for this leg, this coming home? This homecoming, if you will. So, it is not thematic at all, because one of the main lyrics is, don't come home for Christmas. You're the last thing I want, <laughs> you're the last thing I want to see underneath the tree. But it's such a banger. Wow. I fucking love it. So, there's a song by Fallout Boy called You'll Shoot Your Eye Out. 
Yule spelt Y-U-L-E, uh-huh. and it's like an emo Christmas song, and I fucking love it. And I've loved it for years. And I um, did. Sounds joyful. <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those brilliant songs where it sounds really joyful, but the lyrics are just mean, like really nasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I suppose you were coming over. So. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it sounds like you had a, had a good time at home. Oh, so good. So, so good. It's made a hell of a lot of difference. It's like, it's really weird. I'm like, I am looking forward to coming home. And I think yeah. if I wasn't, if I hadn't already popped home, I'd be desperate to come home by now. Like, someone was like, so a lot of people ask me, like, if you weren't coming home for Christmas, what would you have been doing? And I honestly think the answer to that is I would have been home for Christmas. Like, yeah. whether I booked it then or I booked a flight that cost twice as much, I was coming home. Like, yeah, yeah, it yeah. Wasn't, an, wasn't really an option in the end of not coming th- home for Christmas. We'd, we'd spoke about it before you'd booked your flight, hadn't we? Yeah. And I'm sure I was like, just do it, because you're not happy. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's the point you're not happy just come out <laughs> that was a big part of it very big part of it yeah that's what you'll hear the episode with Alfie next that was basically what it was I wrote Grace and was yeah. like Grace I'm really fucking depressed <laughs> she was like come home like yeah right. done well you recharged back out of kicking ass yeah uh, absolutely absolutely yeah Buenos Aires is fucking awesome spoilers but it's amazing I love it <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's good. No, that as well. You'll be coming home to a new chapter of your of your life. Exactly. Well, I think that makes a big difference. Moving down to Salisbury and stuff like Millie moves into the new flat next Wednesday, so that's very exciting. Got a new flat to live in that she says is nice. bit bigger than she remembered when she saw it last, and means that there will be space for some games. Which I don't think she. <laughs> already changed your PayPal delivery address, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think some of them, new ones, I think if I get new ones delivered to dads, then there's more storage there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to hire like a van or something. <laughs> <laughs> I've started lending them out in the meantime, like Joe was looking at Champions of Midgard and I was like, oh, I definitely want that. Went online, <laughs> bought it and just messaged him straight away. I was like, Joe, do you want this board game till I open a cafe? <laughs> it's like that way I don't have to tell Millie that I've bought yet another game and it's more it's not less storage for me just take it just take it mate <laughs> Jesus <laughs> you're going to start abusing Kickstarter again aren't you I have never got onto Kickstarter and I don't plan on doing it until I'm up and running um yeah, at this point I am purely buying cheaper board games. So I don't think until I actually get running and realise that I'm not going to make a massive loss on this business, I'm not even going to... Like, the internet in all of its evil knows that I'm buying games. It fucking knows. Because like, <laughs> all of my Instagram advertising has turned to uh-huh. kick- Kickstarter stuff. Like, it fucking knows. And I'm like, no, don't tempt me. <laughs> Oh, honestly, I did one search for, like, Warhammer 40k the other day and just everything has been like, want paints, want some flock, want bases, come see our range of products. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, it knows. It's fucking very, very clever. Yeah. What's, uh, what is happening in the UK? 
Well, um, you reliably informed me this is going to come out April, May, question mark. 19th of March. So, okay. 19th of March, only February, March, April, May. Oh, cool. Well, we'll use this one because I've got the tab open. Perfect. On Friday the 29th of May, so you've got some time, get some practice in, you know? Yep. Get, get, get ready. Um, it's the... Um, I think it's like the 408th annual Cotswold Olympic Games. Now, you might be asking what that is. It's a bunch yeah, of... Didn't know that typic- there was annual, annual Olympic Games. Yeah, but it's spelled different to, to, to your Olympics. It's Olympics. O-L-I-M-P-I-C-K-S. <laughs> so it was created all oh, way back when in around 1611. Uh, 1611, 1612 is when they think it was held. Created by a man called Rob Dover um, and toasted on Oaks Hill in, in the Cotswolds. It's quite a few games like tug of war they have wheelbarrow races um all that sort of thing there's a lot of history as well about its decline its revival getting breaks because of the puritan laws that came in what? Uh, just, <laughs> yeah i know because puritans didn't like um they, they didn't fun. like sport <laughs> fun and and i think they definitely would have been against the the key game in all of this but we'll get to in a minute burying the lead a bit there um there's a rumour that the great bard himself even attended towards wow. the end of his life. Um, Seaboard Timber. Although we, <laughs> yeah, Seaboard Timber <laughs> attended in 1616. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you, you know I say, you've got like your tug of wars and your things like that, but I have to say, the, the jewel in the crown is the world championship for shin kicking. I've, I quickly whacked on a YouTube video. It's five minutes long. <laughs> it, I haven't yes. got to shin kicking yet. I've seen oh. sack sack racing. Oh, oh. I've seen yeah. people. I, I know the video. Yeah. Ca- carrying people on two wooden sticks from one end to the other. I've seen people in wheelbarrows scooping little like ball pit balls and carrying them to the other end. People running over a tarpaulin with water. Water and soap suds. Water and soap suds, okay. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It gets, it gets slippy. It gets yeah. slippy. Yeah. It's like the You're slip and slide race. You're almost there. Um, so it, it is pretty much what it um, what it says on the tin. It, it, it's shin kicking. Oh, yeah. Um, I skipped ahead. I see it. Oh, no. <laughs> so it, it's a sort of offshoot of um, local wrestling at the time where the aim of the game is to trip your opponent um, but this sort of evolved into just kicking hell out of their shins. It's like pissed judo <laughs> Yeah, yeah yeah. and again I think it, it becomes a bit of a team thing as well like you start earning points and teams do sort of tend to form around pubs. Um, now <laughs> unfortunately unlike years yonder they have banned the use of steel toe cap steel boots. toe caps yeah was my first thought yeah also but very handy for point, a zombie apocalypse at one point that was perfectly legal 
There was um, cases of people trying to pickle their shins to make the, the skin harder. It's almost tanning yourself. <laughs> um, but now, now you're not allowed to wear steel toe cap boots, unfortunately. You can. This this blew my mind. Trainers and shoes or soft toe boots. Now, if you turn up in a pair of Vans and then there's some someone's got a pair of boots, boots you're not yeah. winning. <laughs> like you can uh, get rid of steel toe caps you still got a bloody hard rubber end to most yeah. boots yeah yeah um oh, you gotta imagine they wouldn't allow some like something like a doc martin right because that <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you are allowed some protection now the protection that's allowed is by shoving straw down your trousers to protect your shins um, so again, in said video, if you skip back a little, you'll just see there's a bunch of men with their trousers around their ankles, just furiously packing them with straw. Um, <laughs> I beg the question of how much that's actually going to protect you. Yeah, it's fairly. I don't know. It's a tiny bit of cushioning, maybe. Possibly. Why are they wearing um, like butchers' coats? So the butchers' coats. Um, so you wear a long white coat that yeah it's akin to a butcher's but I think it's to do with uh, shepherding at the time that's uh, uh, something that shepherds would wear I have a feeling it was main farmers that would do this sort of thing back in the day tickets um, you have to have tickets for it yeah apparently it's very pounds for adults so I think that might be to enter the, the fair as a whole um uh, I think the events itself free, um, free center. Um, but yeah, that's that's what's going on. Go, go and have a beer and go and kick the shit out of someone's shins. Ridiculous. Welcome, oh. Welcome Ridiculous. to England. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do. I mean, this this is part of something as well. The, the whole event is part of something called like the the Scuttlebrook Wake. Um, which is like the most quintessential of British fairs that you could ever imagine. You know, there's like a, a fake queen and there's Morris dancers and all that sort of gobbins. And then they all just walk up the hill and kick the shit out of each other, light some torches in the dark and walk back like a bunch of pagans. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. Nice. Nice. Well, Scott, thank you very Les. much for being my calls home. You're welcome. I'm glad you're well enough to finally record it. <laughs> I'm glad you're in a hostel that's really quiet. Yeah, nice, nice, nice that, quiet that, one wait, here. For, yeah. Wait, yeah, that, that old bean. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Because when you good talking to you, man. You too. You too. Because when you I'm glad you had a good. Yeah, it was bloody brilliant. Yeah, really enjoyed it. When you're remembering the good times. Some cunts playing a French horn. Some cunts playing a French horn. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best one. <laughs> Why didn't this happen a year ago? <laughs> I just got an image of you in some like. I don't know when you're like in your like eighties or something, just hearing this same French horn and just a single tear rolling down your cheek. <laughs> or, <laughs> and the podcast will tell all the dizzying heights of travel to the microphone. Desire good years, 
don't take my advice You never wanted the nice boys anyway And I'm of good cheer Cause I've been checking my list The gifts you're receiving from me will be Silence and two hopes You cry yourself to sleep Staying up, waiting by the phone And all I want this year Is for you to dedicate your last breath to me Before you bury yourself alive Don't come home for Christmas You're the last thing I want to see Underneath the tree I could care less Happy New Year's, baby You owe me the best gift I will ever ask for Don't call me up when the snow comes down It's the only thing I want this year One awkward silence and two hopes You cry yourself to sleep Staying up, waiting by the phone And all I want this year For you to dedicate your last breath to me Before you bury yourself alive Don't come home for Christmas You're the last thing I want to see Underneath the tree I could care less Do you want to do a secret magic show? Uh, oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, so much secret magic. Theros beyond death. So, uh, I mean, uh, well, did we did we do our El Eldrain sunset show? No. Did, have we talked about that? We've spoken I about d- Eldrain. I only played once. I drafted once. Came nice. second, I think. Second nice. or third. Nice. One, two, last one. Pretty good. So I was Love happy it. with that. Uh, so yeah, Theros. We're into Theros now. Yeah. Um, how much Theros have you played? Uh, just last night. So I went into a sealed league last night. They were all 
They had all built decks out of six booster packs, yet I had only three booster packs to build from because they'd been playing for three weeks, which puts you at a considerable yeah, disadvantage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I pulled the Black God, which was nice, nice. everyone was marvelling at, but yeah, I lost, I lost, I lost three games and then got a bye, so technically won one. <laughs> so, it's, so sealed league, 30 card deck? Yeah, yeah, 30 so card That's going to be difficult, that, that God's good, but you want it in an aristocrat style deck, and yeah. with the... 30 card deck you're not going to have a lot to sacrifice it to true so yeah it was it was good, um, good for just um, like a bit of fun yeah a bit of fun I really I enjoyed it met some nice people yeah it was good I'm going back tomorrow to the same little shop for draft night nice take notes for the prequel sequel to the secret magic chat mhm I um I did pre-release nice um, I came third out of like 18, 19 people which I thought was really good it is really good um, yeah, yeah. so I didn't have a good pool either like it wasn't terrible but it wasn't there was certainly no there was one bump but it wasn't in my colours but I was like yeah fuck it I'll splash it and it was well easy to do <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like yeah um, then I drafted for draft weekends now the store I play at I think because I've played there quite a bit, they know I know what I'm doing. And <laughs> Dangerous. Yeah, well, it is because now when they get lots of people, they've started making the pods a bit more balanced to your skill level. Oh right. So they like That's put annoying. me with all. They put me with all the big boys. Like yeah. Uh, but I still held my own. Like. Two, two wins on that one which again was good yeah. um, so it gives you that bit of a confidence boost but I'm going to be honest with you I, I just don't know if I can play Magic at the minute I, whoo, just the people yeah you play. were saying, saying the other day when we chatted you don't yeah, like people yeah. do you <laughs> it's just some of the shit they do like, did I tell you about the guy in the morph suit <laughs> no what so, <laughs> So the game shop that we played, they were doing a Pokemon event upstairs, like it was a Pokemon pre-release. Um, so we were playing downstairs. They've got like a basement, and there's a spiral, small spiral staircase. And as I walked down it, like I literally, I got one foot off the bottom. This guy jumped out. He's wearing like a skeleton morph suit because it's Theros beyond death. Um, he jumps out, and I was like, literally, you jump out at me, I'm. I'm gonna go defense mode, like. <laughs> so I'm like, sort of like half clenching my fist, like the bloke that runs it, Matt. He was like, "Oh, you look like you were gonna whip him," <laughs> and I, I realized, <laughs> I realized who it was, and I was like, "I, I still haven't decided. I'm not." <laughs> so, so don't do. And then he's sat there in this morph suit, complaining that he's hot. I'm like, "You fucking idiot." <laughs> yeah, like. I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, no, it just, yeah, I was, I was done at that point. Like, you know, I mean, but a couple of people didn't turn up as well, so the draft fired late. It was like half hour late. Look, this guy just ranted and ranted about it. It's like, look, just clear your day for it. Like, if, if you're on a tight schedule, maybe this isn't the hobby for you because yeah. socially awkward people don't tend to be amazing timekeepers. <laughs> like, I've done enough of these events to know that. Like, Ridiculous, but I don't know. It's different. Like when, when you've got your mates and you just sat around playing at the kitchen table, it, it's just a bit better, isn't it? 
Uh, I mean, ho- hopefully me one of my mates yeah, and then when you open your board game cafe, like you get one of those massive play mats, and we can all come down and play Commander. Oh, dream, dream. Hashtag. I can just like look after the shop and then take my turn in between serving people. <laughs> no, that's what that's what Matt does down at us. Well, he's I, he he doesn't own it, but he pretty much runs events there. And yeah, if, if we're short on for draft, he'll jump in a draft. It's just the understanding if someone's at the till he's, he's just got to go and quickly serve them yeah casual casual time limits <laughs> yeah yeah love it that's what it's all about man that's what it's all about dream dream but anyway we're going to move on from secret magic to secret war thousand because you're definitely well into it now yeah fucking <laughs> 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 like I love being a nerd, don't get me wrong. One of the things I dislike about being a nerd is when people start talking about football, you don't know what they're on about. But like uh-huh. hanging out with Jack and Jables, that's often the case. They'll start talking about football and I'm like, oh, I'll just tune out of this conversation. But now they talk about Warhammer and I'm like, this is so close to something I'd really enjoy, but I've got no fucking idea what you're talking about. The thing is, if you played it, I know after a couple of rounds you'd get it and you'd love it oh of course of course I think this right, is one of the reasons I'm trying to hate on it so much <laughs> just, just come to the dark side buddy like, it's uh, cool just, like, it's if someone was willing to paint all of the models for me I'm in I, I don't oh, do painting are you fucking kidding me all four of us would paint the models for you <laughs> like it's one of the things we talk about in the chat is like we wish we had more models to paint like <laughs> I'm going to buy some pre-painted models just to rub it in your face. That's all right. We'll just get some paint stripper and just, you know, take them back to grey. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you should do. You should play a harsh game where there's a bucket of paint stripper and, if, <laughs> and then when one, oh of them, when one of them dies, it gets dropped in. That's such a brutally good <laughs> idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. Would that make wow. strategic decisions a lot more different? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like, oh, well, fuck, get... I can't rush in with this guy. I spent hours painting him. <laughs> but this nerd, get, get in the sea, you. Know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, because they added me to that group, and then they just, like, it was just like a wall of text I was like I've got no idea what you're talking about so I went away and found some YouTube videos and after you sort of like look at it for about 10 minutes and see the simple simple mechanics it's like oh they're actually it's pretty easy to follow once you've got the base down like and you'd love it come on come play 40k Ah. stop this silly parlance and come play 40k (laughs) one day one day I'm saying all this I don't even own any yet <laughs> <coughs> Jesus I just took one headphone out that music's so loud isn't it oh yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah oh, oh, oh yeah have fun editing this one huh? yeah no, I think I'm kind of <laughs> kind of done with it now people get what they get <laughs> <laughs> alright mate bye see ya <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. What are you saying? <laughs> He's that bloke in the background. Turn the pipe the fuck down. I know. It's, 
he's, I think he might be the manager of the hostel, so not the best. Well, tell him to manage a lot quieter. Jesus. It's in the service industry. He's probably about 15 foot away from me in just the most echoey room in the world. <laughs> oh, I ain't gonna get any better. Let's, let's rattle the fuck on. <laughs> All right. <laughs>